0: This cosmicreality.com presentation is sponsored by mysticalwares.com. the unknown, Welcome to the Cosmic Reality Radio Show, where our hearts are our master. A production of cosmicreality.com. And welcome to Cosmic Reality. It's November first, twenty twenty-two. My name is Nancy Hopkins. With me is Walt Silva, Dolly Howard, and Nicholas D. So, um, Walt, I again, we, we had a Shungite show this morning. Again, it was a great show. I thought it was fun. And um, you want to say
1: hi to everybody? Hello, everybody. Thank you, and welcome back to us in Cosmic Cosmic Reality. You're not, you're not going uh, no, you, <clears> to...
0: <throat> hold on. I, just, I had you muted. I'm sorry. I apologize. you got to start again. Say hello to
1: everybody. <laughs> <laughs> hello, everybody. Welcome back to our show, Cosmic Reality. And I hope you enjoy yourself because we have a, a great group. We have uh, Sheriff Howard. We have Nancy. We have Nick Derashev from uh, Canada. So... I know you'll enjoy yourself. Plus, he has a lot of uh, material to discuss tonight. So, you bored? You will not be. (laughs) Dolly.
2: (laughs) Howdy, everybody. Uh,
3: Okay, Nick. (laughs) Hey, good evening from Quebec, Canada. And uh, indeed, lots of stuff to talk about. Is it getting cold up there? Uh, Yeah, we had the... uh, under freezing point uh, temperatures uh, a couple of nights ago. It started, so, yeah. It's still autumn, but uh, winter is not far away. A great Canadian winter. Not a big fan of it, but, yeah, I, I, there's no way around it. Yes, there is. It's called Florida. Yeah, I know, but uh, <laughs> when you're stuck in Quebec for now, it's, like, it's okay. Okay, so... um well, Nick, why don't we
0: just jump into that conversation with the um, the
3: underground? Ca-
0: explain it.
3: <laughs>
0: explain what you
3: you uh, sent The us- Florida like- Giant. Yeah. Um. There was a, a big conference in um in Tampa Bay. Uh, last was it last weekend, on the twenty first to the twenty third. Is and, Tampa uh, Alex-
1: the same as Orlando? Uh
3: oh, I think that's the one, Orlando. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I was confused. Um, it was a big conference with uh, Alex Collier, uh, Elena Danan, uh, Dr. Michael Sala of uh, ExoPolitics Today. And uh, they did a, um, a video. Uh, I think it was done at the hotel after a conference, uh, a round table, Dr. Sala, Alex Collier, Al- Elena Danan, and um, JP. He's uh, an army informant of uh, Dr. Sala. And they were discussing, you know, various things that the, they, they spoke about at the uh, conference. And one subject they brought up is uh, apparently there was some kind of activation that was done during the conference by uh, some shaman uh, from um, South America. I forget the name and from which country he's from, but he did an, a, Aztec, appar-
1: an Aztec shaman from Mexico. Oh, yeah,
3: that's it. Yeah. He did some kind of activation and apparently it woke up some giant, some underground giant in Florida, which I had no idea existed. And uh, they started talking about uh, all these underground things from Florida. So I've digged the uh, the videos. I've sent you guys the videos and I was curious to hear uh, what's your take on this underground Florida uh, giant or spirit or whatever it is that they were talking about. And Dolly found it really interesting from the email that she uh, she sent me after I sent her the videos. What's your thoughts on, on, on uh, Florida having underground, uh, maybe an underground city or some underground giant in, in stasis that was just uh, awakened by this activation? Well, I never
2: realized that they could dig farther than a shovelful without having water fill it up. Uh, I didn't think Florida could go down as deep as you need to go in order to have cities below Florida. So that made me think about Florida differently. I also was wondering, is that J.B. Uh, is he alien or
1: or is he human? No, he's a human soldier. He's a military.
3: Yeah, apparently he's an ET contactee as well. He works on special missions uh, in the Army, according to Dr. Sala. And, yeah, he's an ET contactee. And one thing special about him that was told in the past, remember they spoke about ARCs, underground ARCs activating well uh, apparently this guy JP has uh, uh his frequency um, is compatible with the arcs and apparently it was arranged for him to be on the mission to discover a couple of those arcs because of his frequency so I thought that that was interesting
2: Now wait a minute what that was another question I had what kind of arc are they talking about like Noah's ark what do they say in ARC?
1: No, According to them, these things look like flying saucers, but they're buried on the, on the ground. Some are buried on the ground. Others are under the sea. Oh.
2: And I got you and now.
1: They, and they ahead. respond to wait, 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 your yeah. DNA. So that's why he his DNA is compatible to whatever. Otherwise, uh, like, for example, the Chinese tried to get in. They couldn't get in. There's nobody in in the chinese group but there was nobody with a compatible dna so the arc wouldn't let them in
3: yeah it's it, it's a similar concept than with uh shungite you know when you approach it with negative intentions it shuts off it's i think it's the same it's a similar concept of if you approach the arcs with uh the the if your frequency doesn't match the arc it shuts off and you cannot access it or you know because apparently they uh, the dark ones tried to um uh, weaponize these arcs, but they could ev- never, uh, apparently, they could never do anything, they couldn't access it, open it, or because of their frequency, it shuts off. The, the arc shuts off. Mm. Mm. We talked well, about these arcs when
0: in regards to Ukraine, Dolly. A yes,
2: while... it, uh, when when uh, Walt was saying, I remembered. Um, this is JB, okay, he's a human being. Yeah, uh, JP. JP? Oh, like JP.
1: Uh, he's, a, he's a different JP. He's not our ours. Is Jeremy Perrone. <laughs> yeah. This fellow, his initials are JP, but he's a military. Uh, uh, one of the things is that he never reveals his face. You can hear his voice, but he never allows the camera to pick up his face. So it must be a security issue.
2: That's what I was going to say. Is he undercover? Being because they never showed who he was. Mm. They just had that alien-looking creature when he. But the talks. voice
1: is a dead giveaway because he sounds like a good fellow from Brooklyn. <laughs> so you said well, a couple of words and I can identify this guy in a, in the middle of a ballroom. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> um did I'm trying to find Nick did you put those uh video sites in the chat room
3: I just posted the link of the um that briefing that round table they did after a conference I've just posted it there and if you look into the uh comment section below the video uh, I think you'll find links to Exopolitics.org with uh, more information uh, about these uh, under the underground Florida stuff, the the sleeping giant, and uh, they were talking also about a fountain of youth uh, in yeah. Florida, and I thought, okay, maybe that's what uh, that's the water you're drinking, Dolly, the fountain of youth. <laughs> you're, you're oh, always you know drinking. your young spirit <laughs> it's the water from that youth fountain the florida youth fountain you're drinking from
2: <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs>
3: Probably the water in your pool you know you said that every time you go in the pool you feel good
2: well that's because of mr turtle
3: oh so it's a double whammy <laughs> the fountain oh, of youth with mr
1: turtle Shanghai really is bringing back our old reality, the good reality. Yeah. When water was energizing and not dead and full of chemicals.
2: Right. And in the video, um, they were talking about the box. There was a box that JP went, he didn't know what he was there to get. Ever. So they were waiting around trying to find out and they uh they were shown this giant, I guess is that's the giant sleeping and he, hibernating. He had been hibernating for they don't know how long even. Uh like years and years and years and centuries maybe. So um after a while, they were fed and and taken care of. And then after a while, they brought J.P. this box. And he asked, what's in the box? And uh, I think they showed it. Oh, yeah, because he described it. So they, show, they opened the box and showed him all these seeds. That were put in uh, my my picture of it from his words was like they were put in uh, protective covers and then they were stuck in uh, a base in there that was like gel and they'd stick the vials in the gel. <laughs> well, they so J P and his unit took the box with them to the base where they gave it to uh, whoever they needed to give the box to. And then um, J.P. lost track of the box and went on all these other missions and all that. He continued to live life. Well, he got assigned to go down there again, and the the guards were not happy. They were not allowed to let them in because somebody on the upside, I think that's what they call the earth where we live on the top of it. uh, Somebody stole the box and took it out of America. It was supposed to stay in America. For the future of America, it was going to help. And it was supposed to stay in America. Well, somebody... Deep state stole the box, and um j p mentioned that Charles could have it, which I found quite interesting, and so they they wouldn't let j p in did they ever let him in, or was this all done outside now?
3: Apparently he went underground, and um, he yeah, like you said, he was refused access the second time by the the, the underground people uh, there right. in Florida.
2: Yeah. Well, okay. So um, I just really found the whole story quite interesting, and it make makes me uh, excited about the future of when this box is going to show up again. And he mentioned other giants that were around the world. I did not quite understand about the other giants if they are hibernating also.
3: What, what I understood, Dolly, is that the, uh, those giants apparently are uh, scientists that were working with Enki. Uh, and they went in stasis with boxes of who, seeds
0: who, who, who's anki who's anki
3: enlil and Enki. the the, the, the brothers
1: two. the enlil wanted to ex- extinguish humanity and enki uh, is the one who preserved humanity enki uh, is the one responsible for what we refer to as the universal flood because he wanted to uh, raise the the uh, they knew that he was going to lose control of the humans. They got—they're they're getting too smart, despite all their genetic intervention and reducing, like our lifespan and reducing us to two strands of DNA. Still, the humans—it was a matter of time that they were going to. So let's let's a uh, blank slate and start a new, creating a new slave race. And, uh, and Enki didn't want to do that. He wanted to preserve the people, save them. So these, uh, all these scientists that are frozen, they are the ones uh, who are, belong to Anki's group and they're the ones who sta- weren't allowed to leave the planet. And Lil made sure of that because he, he, I guess he was figuring that they, they would uh, die in the, uh, in the whole flood thing, but they didn't. They went into stasis. So Anki and Anki are aliens? They're brothers, they're Anunnaki, they're two Anunnaki brothers and Lil wanted to, you know, he's all about, be, he's all about control because he does that, but that was his thing. He was into a, uh, conquest and, and wars and having uh, armies and all of that. Enki is actually a scientist, not into and not a, interested in the whole. A geneticist, they said. A geni- yeah. Well, That's why people, I always suspected something. So I started asking questions with the pendulum and the pendulum confirmed it. When we are taught, and this is not outside, we're we're still on topic here. we're, We're not straying from the topic. We have to discuss this business of Anunnaki genetic manipulation of humanity. I thought there was something that didn't make sense in all the human design stuff. Like, for example, when I read the definition of one of one of the gates in the head center, when that is active, it compels one to constantly revisit things that you've done in the past because you want to, you would like to figure out how you would have done it different. And I'm thinking, this doesn't make sense. Why would any natural being want to do this? And then it made, I asked questions with the pendulum, and the pendulum said yes. What we are looking at when we're looking at the human design, as elegant and useful it is, because it is useful, it, it allows us to actually achieve more with our lives because we know, know how we function correctly. But it's actually a, a reflection of Anunnaki manipulation of our DNA. Like, for example, the business that there is only five human types. Why? If if we are a natural species, we if we evolve naturally from nature, why do we have a fixed number of types? Why why is this function built in? So then I may, no, this is all on design. It is all genetic. This is the way our our genetic our genetic was set was set was set up. That's why our consciousness answered uh, responded that all this thing was uh, was. We used to be uh, on the planet, we used to be seven centered beings. That's why everybody always knew the seven main chakras. But ever since 1781, when Herschel discovered Uranus, there was a, a jump in human in consciousness and people started being born with seven centers. And this exactly, this is dovetails exactly into what Inelia Benz said. Inelia Benz said that they, the Anunnaki thought. They were very smart in in the manipulation of humanity. They never realized that what the the genetic changes that they did to humanity is actually, it went back and bit them in the ass. It's actually affecting them. The changes they did to us is actually impacting them, and they have no way of stopping it or controlling it. So that... (laughs) That's why every, everything like fell together like pieces of a puzzle. This, is, this, this is, was all, it was designed to be this way, but, it, but it's not natural because who knows, the, that's why the Anunnaki have, um, there's a thing documented in, in, in Elia's book, is that even among themselves, they accept accepted as a as a fact of life that not all of their population are considered free. All the people have a genetic manipulation that compels them to a specific life, like, for example, those that are scientists are actually compelled to be scientists because their genetic design is set up so that that's what they're good at. So those people that have no genetic manipulations of any kind and they they can actually go through life and do whatever they want they love, they're considered free. They do have among them the the, the uh, uh, citizens of their population that are considered C free agents. There's nothing compelling them to do anything because they can do whatever they want. They're free, and 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 actually, that's one of the things that was done in the book. The one of the characters, he he was liberal. He, um, I I can't remember. He was a he was the, he had the, the genetic design to be like um I think like a kind of diplomat or political diplomat or something. So when this uh, when this girl found him, she actually, with her own consciousness, she did it. She went into the, his genetic makeup and liberated him. He, she shut off all the controls. So he was free. He wasn't compelled to do diplomatic work anymore. He could choose. So this is something that's going to be new for us humans that... A time will come and we'll be free. We don't have to do anything. We don't have to be compelled to be, oh, this one's a scientist. Oh, this one's a musician. Oh, this. no, we don't have to go through that anymore. People are going to be able to true, truly choose what they want to, to be, not, not through some genetic compulsion. Sorry, Nick, I interrupted you. Uh, what question did you
3: ask your pendulum about the uh, the whole hanky and little thing?
1: Is human is the, all the knowledge of human design a reflection of Anunnaki genetic manipulation of humanity? I, and I got a big, huge, swing positive swing. Yes. And I said, oh, okay. No, no wonder I didn't like it when I first learned of it. <laughs> And then you give up and you say, okay, this makes sense. Let's let's study. Let's see where it goes. So the, the more you study, the deeper the, it goes because it, that's how thorough they were in their manipulation. But it's biting them in the ass because it's actually... I don't know how complex or how deeply dimensional DNA is. It, it, it just keeps getting bigger and bigger. But whatever they did... Is actually blowing, bouncing back and hitting them, so that's why they're they're so affected. Like uh, for example, in the uh, in that video that you sent us of the conversation between Sala, Elena, and Alex Collier, and 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 JP who was out of camera, one of the things they said is that Enlil is not on the planet; he's the one who they wanted to destroy humanity. But his son is, and his son is not in a human body. He has a, a full-on Anunnaki body, so I guess he must be 10 or 12 feet tall, and he's actually being helped, being served by the Freemasons. And he's under hiding because there, see, he's actually being hunted. So he's not living the high life. He just, he's just living in hiding because uh, like he's being hunted. So he's not having a good time of it. Who's hunting him? Uh, she, that she did not say. Yeah, my but you know, I, allies... my feeling, my feeling is that the good, the good ETS are yeah, because probably the, the looking ETs, for him. Uh, JP admitted, you know, they dropped the ball with the seeds. They allowed the seeds, their carelessness allowed the seeds to be stolen and taken out of the the US. So. Um, Alex Collier chimed in when they asked the questions about it. They are going to, the alliance is actually going to rely on the good ETs to recover the seeds because the military dropped the ball. So they're not, the militaries are not being trusted anymore, not in in that sense. So it's the alliance ETs that are going to be working to recover them. Because what, they're not, they didn't steal them to use them. He says they just wanted leverage, you know, Uh, like when you have a, a what do you call a, when somebody gets kidnapped, and you use them for leverage? So, yeah, uh huh, that's that's the one.
3: I thought the whole thing was interesting because uh, this uh, Anki Anil concept seems to be at a new chapter. Uh, you know what they said? Anki basically being on on the side of humanity. Uh, left some of his scientists uh, in stasis a couple of places in the world, one being in Florida, one of those giants. And according to uh, Elena Danan, they're guardians of, of um, knowledge and uh, of, of the seeds that would be used to... Um, I guess for the new earth or whatever comes next after the um the whole medical system goes down because my feeling was that these seeds they're probably uh medicines that that uh, will need because the whole
1: uh, and, and one big pharma thing is going to fall one of the things that was obvious to me as i was listening to this this fellow you know jp talking and then the questions from the others again we are sick and tired of watching the manipulations done by the cabal and how they do things in order to control everything. This is one of them, not only, you know, they, they have full control of the medical pharmaceutical industry, right? But they made sure, sure of it because they, they forced plants into extinct mode, that's why these things were preserved on the ground for so long. Because they actually caused plants to go extinct on the surface, that was part of their control mechanism. Make sure certain things cannot be done, so they get rid of the plant. Because this wouldn't be the first time that I hear of of, of uh, seeds being preserved because the 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 plant in the surface is gone. Whichever plant you know, whatever plant came about because of these seeds, they're not they're no longer on the surface and they did that on purpose. Not only animals have been rendered extinct, but plants as well. And you think, why plants? Well, because it's not convenient to have a plant that keeps you young forever. Would you want that plant in your garden? No. <laughs> well, yeah, that was part of the, the, the old Rockefeller
3: takeover when they imposed their medical uh, system uh, based on, on the petroleum waste or whatever it is they use in, in their big pharma products. All the natural things were uh, put away. I mean, you you said it many times, Walt, uh, these uh, machines they were using in hospitals, like energy devices they were using, yeah. They, yeah. they got rid of them. Any natural modalities that couldn't be patented, which meant that they couldn't make money out of, they, they kind of took out of the picture. And I think the, uh, the those seeds with the... Uh, the sleeping giants the, and stasis that are awakening right now these seas are, are going to bring back all this knowledge and all these things that were uh, suppressed by by the dark ones uh, by the rockefellers and and the whole big pharma thing
0: when you started the conversation, you said that the giant got woke up what did he did he say anything keep v five fo fum let's get on with it or something
3: uh, they said that they felt the uh, giant awakening at the activation that was done during a conference. Uh, I think Elena days. Danan's contact also. Uh, Elena Danan has a, a an implant which uh, her ET contact uses to uh, to contact her telepathically, and she said that during the activation, she felt the she felt a, a very strong energy and her ET contact uh, came in and, and showed her vision of a giant with um, beautiful blue eyes actually opening his eyes and waking up. Uh, she said that he had a long beard that was twisted around his his neck. He was in stasis with the beard around his neck because it was so long. And uh, interestingly, JP, who went underground, who saw the giant in, in stasis, he, he made a, a drawing of it that they showed in the video and it it, it kind of matches uh, the information that elena Danan, the images that she got through her uh, et contact it was this giant with the beard around his neck in stasis and that he woke up so they felt it and elena Danan got this information from her et contact so well, it'll be interesting to see how, how it develops and, and, you know, who else reports uh, anything regarding the, that, that giant. There's more than one, according to um, what they were discussing. You know, they were thinking maybe there's one in India and uh, one in China. Uh, you know, Alex, Alex Collar was commenting that if these uh, giants are guardians of, of uh, knowledge and seeds, important seeds, uh, you wouldn't put all of them at the same place. You would put them at different places around the world to make sure that uh, if something happens, you know, well, they don't get you, wiped out all if, at
1: once. If you followed um, the the, lect- the lectures by uh, uh, David Wilcock, which is very hard because they are so short and brief, five and six hour long. <laughs> <laughs> Many years ago, he had a, a one where he spoke about uh, Ohio. I don't know if you know. In Ohio, there's these mounds. There's a there's a when you see it from the sky, there's a, an area. There's these uh, Native American burial mounds, and there's one that looks like a giant snake. But you have to be in in a plane to see it. And somewhere in that area, there was a a sleeping giant with a very long beard, red hair, and he's supposed to be in stasis. They, they, they don't know how to wake him up. But what was interesting is that all the masons, anybody who, who had anything in the, to do with the masons, they knew about it. And in fact, he says one of the name, um, those who come to visit the chamber, they inscribe their names on the wall. One of the names on the wall is Abraham Lincoln. That's how far back they knew about these giants.
0: Well, they were finding uh, skeletons of giants all over America, and the Smithsonian had quite a collection of them that they disappeared. That's that's they've got the
3: documentation. You know, this is what happened. Um, Yeah, the whole giant thing is not new. It's It's just that now it seems to be a a new chapter in this uh, whole giant thing.
0: Okay, so JP went down there as a military um, uh, negotiator or representative or whatever. Um, But the giant was still sleeping. And now since they had the conference in uh, uh, Orlando, now that that's occurred... There, during that time frame that having all those people there that were focused on the new reality and the magic of the universe the energies probably in that particular conference were high enough that they resonated with a giant who's sleeping until there's a signal from humanity saying that it is a uh advance to a level that can send out the signal that will wake up the giant so the giant can say oh and now let's do this this and this is this about the way we're talking about it
1: yeah in fact hold on a second i my mother knows the word because i know she wrote it hold on a second
3: that's a feeling i got to nancy when i was listening to it uh it's it's like we're uh, it, like I said, it's a new chapter. It seems like the, there's something has happened during that conference. And uh, it's like the cavalry is, is, gonna, is arriving. There was a,
0: a, a, a video about, where Alex Collier was talking about the conference. And we talked about it on Say What... But apparently there were obvious uh, representatives from the Space Force, United States Space Force, like United States Air Force. And um, also that the um, ETs were there and and only partially disguised. I mean, they said that these people didn't really look human at the conference. So it was... uh, you know, a lot of different groups being engaged.
3: Well, Elena Danan, who lives in Ireland, she flew from Ireland to uh, to Florida. She posted pictures that she took from the uh, the plane during the flight, showing uh, a ship. She said that there was a ship uh, protecting her the whole time, and they said at the hotel at the conference, they saw ships uh, above the uh, the hotel, and they saw these three or four. Uh, weird people that they said no they're not human they're, they're like from the Gal- galactic federation or something apparently there was a lot of interference to block this conference and uh the good ets were there to make sure that it 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 occurs i mean elena said she had death death threats several times they had to hire professional security there um, she couldn't after a conference. She said she she couldn't party or go out with the people and have fun. She had to stay in her room with security. Uh, they had uh, weird, like possessed people over there doing weird stuff, and uh, they felt they felt they were protected. So this conference was meant to be, and um, you know Nancy, they they one of the the lady organizer, uh, what's her name, Danny Anderson. the the lady who organized the whole conference, she said that uh, at one point, one of those like possessed uh, person ran towards her and and she she wanted to defend herself. And there was like a tripod not far from her. She she took the tripod and she was ready to whack the guy with the tripod as the guy was running towards her. And she said some invisible hand just came and the guy suddenly like in a flash was like 20 feet away uh, in the hotel and, and she couldn't explain it. Something invisible uh, uh, prevented the attack. And that reminded me of of our past stories about uh, angels intervening. I mean, I remember your story, Nancy, when you said that you were about to cross the street and a car was coming and some invisible hand just grabbed your jacket and pulled you back. Yep, that's
0: true. So that's
3: that's what it it remind me those uh, kind of events of like I had like two car accidents that were prevented because my steering wheel moved on itself. I felt there was an angel there just controlling the car for one second at the very right time. And she seemed to have had a, a similar experience with that possessed person running towards her at the last second. Something happened and that person was like 20 feet away in a flash. And, yeah, they were protected big time. Uh, This conference was meant to be, and they were protected by good ETs and, and I guess, angels, and they were not on their own. The Dark Ones couldn't uh, interfere. Well, God's
0: got our back. Yeah,
3: Yeah. Uh, that's what I meant by the cavalry is coming. It's it's like the good forces are there to help us, achieve what we need to achieve, because uh, they're not going to do it for us. We have, to, we have to do it ourselves. And I think that's what they, by doing the conference, they brought out information, they did the activation, and they had the assistance and protection uh, to prevent the uh, interference from the dark ones.
1: Yeah, and, and Alex Collier was right when he said that it, it's good that, you know, they're having the contact with the military. But the truth is that the military don't represent the, the general population they're just a small part of humanity that's why everybody has to be involved not just the military Oh, well, I got the I got the word it was a that was the word that they chanted and when they when all the people did that in the ceremony it actually opens a portal and that's the purpose of that tonal code I guess it's a it's a tone it uh, it opened when when you're trying to move into a different reality. That's what that's what you chant because that's what opens the door. And that's when they saw. That's when she saw the, the vision of this uh, giant opening his eyes. Yeah. So yeah, they actually they, they
0: they actually did a ceremony, but it wasn't for to open up the giant to Waken the Giant. They were just doing a ceremony and you say that they were chanting that particular word?
1: Yes. And what's the word again? Akuyamate. And what does okay. it mean? The uh, What uh, and, uh, Elena the felt when she heard the sound of this is that it, it opens, It's a, it's like a, I guess it's like a key in a door. It opens a portal. It's a portal opening thing, huh? Say the word again. Acuyamate. I'll write it on the on the radio chat.
3: Not
0: that I'd ever be able to say it or pronounce it. <laughs> is it
3: Spanish, Walt, or is it some some no, language that it, we it, don't this, know?
1: This was the word that uh, that Aztec uh, shaman was chanting, Acuyamate, acuyamate, and it was a. Uh, it was it would open up portal so it was like jp said that if you you needed to say chant this word in order to get into the into into another reality if you don't say anything you nothing's going to happen you're not going to move there you're not going to be able to get in there so that's that's why he said when the he went into that ark that's in the under the ocean the uh aztecs because he calls them mexican but they're they're Aztec. Uh, uh, they're not his, like I. Uh, what I'm trying to say is they're not Hispanic. They're actually uh, original uh, indigenous people from Mexico. In order to get into certain sections and chambers of the Ark, they had to use uh, this chanting method. The others who, the if you don't chant, the, nothing would happen for you. You couldn't get in there. So JP had heard of this uh, chant before. So where does it take you, the portal? It depends on, I guess, in your, of your intention, because they used it when they were in the ark, and this time they used it in this, in this uh, thing in, in Orlando where the, a thousand people were chanting this. So I don't know what was the intention this time. What were they wanting to open? To go where? I guess you have to be there.
2: I'm tempted oh. to do it just right here. <laughs>
1: <laughs> How far are you from Orlando? I know that Florida is huge.
2: Ah, uh, an hour and a half.
1: Ah, okay.
2: That's where Sherry lives, Orlando, right oh. by Disney. Cuyamate. How do you mean, three times? Say it three times and click your heels. Cuyamante. Yeah, I guess. Cuyamante. Monte. Am I still here?
1: Yep. You have a giant in
3: your pool, uh, Dolly? Boomer. A giant in the pool? Yeah, by saying the words three times, the giant might have appeared in your pool. <laughs> no.
2: <laughs> no. Jeez. Uh. There was something I wanted to say when y'all were talking, but I didn't want to interrupt. I can't remember. When I do remember it, I'm going to interrupt because it really was important to me. <laughs> so important, I forgot it. What
0: well, we were talking about the giants, was it something to do with the giants? Or something to do with the portal?
2: I don't know.
0: You don't know? <laughs> no.
2: I hate when I forget it. I really didn't want to be rude, so I didn't interrupt. Oh, darn it. I'll think of it. Help me, angels. Help me, help me. Thank you, angels. They'll help me remember. Uh, I really enjoyed uh, those uh, videos, Nick. I really did. Thank you for sending them to us.
3: Yeah, I thought it was appropriate. I, yeah, there's interesting stuff, and you folks being from Florida, uh, I thought you'd be, you know, interested in, in in what they said. And it's like your boots on the ground to feel the energy of Florida as well and report back. I don't know if you folks felt, uh, if you feel anything different, Nancy. Do you, do you feel anything special energetically if you tap into this? This portal or this uh, giant awakening?
0: Oh, I haven't really tapped into it. I mean, it's like, to me, it's a story. You know, so sometimes, once in a while, I'm hearing something, and all of a sudden, I'll see something, and I do see things. But I mean, I can see what what he's saying, but um, I I don't know. I mean, I'm kind of I'm kind of like. I feel like I've been binging on television for about you know thirty thousand years, and I've got so many stories that are going that are going nowhere. Oh, we get all excited about this story, and then it just pff, ends it's like the the arcs themselves
3: you know what, well what are, they, what yeah are, they spoke they about, spoke about it I mean it's an ongoing thing they said there's a few that apparently uh activated but there's according to I think it was Alex Collier said that there's many other arcs that are not activated yet they're a little, spread across the world and they need the um a certain f- frequency to to activate so it will be interesting to see how all this plays out the the, the giant awakening and these uh, arcs awakening uh, these seeds if they show up somewhere you know if if uh, the new king king charles if he has him and and you know if if that's charles if he hasn't been replaced like we had comments in the chat and people said that uh, they feel oh, it's, that's it's a double not
2: charles
3: yeah you know.
2: <laughs> he's been gone quite a while yeah
3: so yeah it it'll be interesting to see i'll keep an eye on it you know i see it as a a possibility and
0: I was curious to hear
3: what you guys had to say about the whole Florida underground uh, thing.
0: I think everything is linked to Oak Island.
3: (laughs) Really? Yeah, I'm serious. But put it in context quickly. What's the link? How, How does it fit? What's the puzzle pieces around it?
0: Well, first off, I have to go with the fact that, you know, all my life I have been introduced to storylines because of just accidentally falling into them. And inevitably that's what people want, my my guides and everything, want me to know. And somehow or another I fell into Oak Island. And I'm not somebody that has too much patience for, oh my god we're going to find something, oh gee it didn't happen. But, there is something very compelling about the people and the history of Oak Island because it, it ties in the Knight Templars. Okay, we know a lot more about the Knight Templars if you've been watching Oak Island because it's, it's absolutely a certainty that Knight Templars were on Oak Island. Um, simply because they they know some of the people and that they were Night Templars. Um, there's supposedly a treasure of things that have disappeared, particularly the Ark of the Covenant, which is something that may have been in the hands of the Knight Templars because they were probably in the tunnel systems where it was hidden when the uh, temple was about to fall and they just hid it. There's other stories about the Ark being taken out of the country and everything, but uh, the Knight Templars were there. They did find something that they were able to bring to the Pope to tell the Pope. Now, if we tell the world what we've just found out, the Papal dynasty will be gone in an instant. Um, whatever it was that they blackmailed the Pope with, the Pope bent a knee to them, and they were the dominant power base of uh, Europe and beyond for a very long time until you get to 1313 when the French King and the Pope at the time conspired to take them out and at that time the treasure of the Knight Templars disappeared but there's a record and, it, you know, it's, it's been really through watching. I I've, I've followed this story for oh, 40 years, maybe. But it was watching Oak Island where they were giving me more pieces of what happened after 1313. Because they disappear off and gone from history. But, but they had the biggest Navy in the world. Where did that Navy go? You know, and now talking about the
3: Templars having a navy. yeah,
0: Yeah, oh yeah, they had the biggest navy in the world, and so this navy, all those ships. I mean, I don't know if there was hundreds of them, but there were were some of the best in the world, and there were more of them than anybody else had. They simply never seemed to show up anyplace else in the world until I started watching Oak Island and then you're talking to local Canadians and Nova Scotia people and uh people on an island that <clears throat> apparently there were a, there was a lot of traffic ship traffic before anybody really got aware of the history and it, 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 because of Oak Island this history is is evolving we now know that the, uh, the, the, definitely the Vikings, but definitely the, the Knights Templar were in Canada. And they've traced some of them down all the way. There There is, there is a, a storyline that they got all the way to California. But the, <clears throat> the Knights Templars probably came here in their ships and were hunted. They were being severely hunted throughout the world. And they probably got here. And a lot of the ships would have been pretty beat up. Maybe they sunk them because they're finding around in, in the area of Oak Island indications of shipwrecks. So the whole story is, is just a phenomenal uh, walking through history and developing you know, evidence and data supporting the fact that the Knight Templars were there. So, get back to Oak Island. So, supposedly, the uh, Oak Island was where they took their treasure and hid it. And, you know, you got got the best, at this point, you got the best engineers in the world working at Oak Island, trying to figure out how to get to this treasure. And this has been going on with these guys for eight years. But for, um, like it's been going on for 200 years because there's always been a story associated with this area. And then in 18-something, 76 or something, they actually found part of the treasure. And that, then, it it just, you know, everybody got all crazy about it and stuff. But when I did that remote view down, you know, everybody kept saying, why don't you remote view it? And I was like, ah, yeah, it's a story. I don't want to spoil the punchline. But then one day I said, oh, let's just take a look. And so I used the pipe as the anchor down into this one area that seemed to be maybe in the center of where this activity of, of treasure and stuff is. And I go down and I'm, on, I'm like, okay, I'm sort of like on the outside of the pipe. Yes, I'm in the dirt. But remember, I'm etheric. I'm a ghost. I'm go, traveling through, you know, 3D stuff because it's not there. And so I go down the pipe and I get to the end of the pipe and the sense of, whoa, I don't want to go any further was like overpowering. And I felt that there was something beyond the pipe inside that chamber, whatever it is, that I didn't want to mess with. And it threw me right out of the remote. Now, oddly enough, within a matter, again, synchronicities and and clues to the story, within a very short period of that, uh, like maybe a week, 10 days, I came across a far side remote view. The far side people do remote viewing, very interesting group. And the guy had gone done exactly the same thing I did at Oak Island, went down that same pipe and had the same reaction. And I've told this story many times but there's a, a story at, at oak island first off because they've got actually they did early in the game they got a camera down there and there there is things that indicate that there may be some dead bodies down there um in one of the in one of the holes so there there's always been that kind of creepy thing that you know some people died and down there before anybody, you know, while they were building it. Uh, Then there was the I can't even remember where this came from, but it came from the concept that there were Knight Templars who went into stasis
3: Yeah, yeah, wasn't it, Nancy, wasn't it 12 of them? 12 Uh, uh, Templars in
0: stasis? Yeah, right. I don't think that there's 12 there. But I did get the feeling of maybe six energy fields on the other side, plus something else, something that was to me scary. um I wouldn't be surprised if it's not the Ark of the Covenant myself personally uh so my feel <clears throat> my feeling is is that. There's not we we know there's the Ark of the Covenant. We know that there's the Ark of Gabriel. We've done a lot of talk about Ark of Gabriel. It was in Mecca, and now it's in Antarctica. I got a feeling that there's at least three of these things, and that at some point in time, they're all going to connect and activate. And as you were talking about the arcs, all of a sudden, I you know the the Spaceship arcs. All of a sudden, I saw the three arcs, like the Ark of the Covenant, and they just kind of like all of a sudden I saw them floating, like not together but separated, but floating, and that that field attached to these arcs that are all over the place. So what we might be uncovering is some kind of a I don't know I, doomsday comes to my my mind some kind of a doomsday uh, weapon or something that will open up gates of technology that will usher in an unbelievable new reality. But I just feel that that all of this is connected. It's like watching a puzzle be put together. Oh, and and there's this over here, and
1: there's this over here. Well, the the arts are obviously... uh... Uh, this is this is my own perception, and and you guys, if you can remote view, you can verify yes or no. But I got a feeling that they're like Anunnaki machines. They're not man-made technology, but they're alien technology, and they're just. Uh, it it would stand to reason that it's them because one of the things is that they have a. Every civilization is marked by the style of how they build things. The same thing happens in, in on Earth, and you know if you're looking at a piece of if you're looking at a painting or an archeology or an architectural structure, you can tell if it's Japanese, you can tell if it's Chinese, you you can tell if it's Indian because every civilization has a particular style. Well, the Anunnaki are no exception. They do have a, a flair for the artistic, and I think that they are the ones who designed and built the the arcs. Like the the thing that you refer to as the Ark of Gabriel and the uh, Ark of the Covenant, uh, and I, I think it's the these these are Anunnaki devices. That's that's why you, you remember they were built in such a way that uh, if uh, if anybody tried to manhandle them, that was not they were not of the Jewish tribe. You know they would they would get sick and die. Like when they, uh, they, they if, if I remember correctly, one of the stories of the Ark is that some group stole the Ark from the uh, the Jewish tribe because they wanted the the power associated with it, and then they ended up giving it back because most everybody that touched it died. It, wherever it went, it was it was there were terrible disasters wherever the the stupid thing went. <laughs> remember that. So I think I think it's a, it, it's a it's an alien device. Is this a, again following the genetic coding. If it's not being handled by the proper genetic group, it's going to uh, it, it's it's going to be attacking. It's going to be fighting back. So you get sick. You get you know you get disasters. You get bad luck. Whatever.
0: My feeling is that it's uh, <clears throat> actually powered by nuclear power because the priest had to wear a special breastplate Mm. and there were only certain people that could do it there could be a genetic link there but there was only certain people that could do it but they always had this breastplate on and the other thing is is that the, the uh writings where you hear in the bible the writings that you you hear about the effect that this had on the human beings it sounds very much like radiation poisoning Mm. high intensity it's probably not some nuclear thing like we have but it probably has to do with so so i've i've always thought it was uh extraterrestrial devices but it may just be that i mean if you look at the the pyramid systems and they're getting to understand more and more that all over the world maybe a hundred thousand years ago you've got devices that are there to provide energy you know ancient aliens they done probably a hundred hours on this subject the pyramids and are they in fact archaeological power centers so if you've got these all over the world which we do and there's some that we haven't even found because they're under the ocean or because they have been so overgrown that you think it's a hill. And in fact, it's a pyramid like in Bosnia. So you, you got all of these different pyramidic shapes all over the world. You got at least, like I say, I think there's three arcs. It's my, I just feel that there's three. I know there's two. I think there's a third one. And cause that's the way the universe works. Um, and you've got this storyline about the, advancement of human beings and you know the fact that yes we've been manipulated genetically and in other ways and who was behind that and why but right now we're at the top of the hour so let's just take us a break and oddly enough a little bit ago I put up Natalie Rose evolutionary feat so I think we're in an evolutionary time Welcome back to Cosmic Reality. It's November 1st, 2022. My name is Nancy Hopkins. With me is Walt Silva, Dolly Howard, and Nicholas D. And I suspect that my co-hosts here did not like that song. (laughs) I didn't realize that it was, uh, so, what do they call it, reggae?
2: (laughs) I like reggae. I just don't like rap. Oh, so you were okay with the song? Yeah. Oh, okay.
0: All right, you don't like the rap stuff. Right, right. Right. So do you have anything you wanted to discuss?
2: Yes, I do. I want to share this with you all because I'm astounded by it. Um, Are we on Saturday or Tuesday?
0: It's Tuesday.
2: Oh, okay. So it must have been Saturday night. No, 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 it must have been. One night recently... I was just going to sleep, turned the TV off, and and everything was cool, and I was off, drifting off to sleep. And I realized there's this light in my eyes, and it's uh, going from low and uh, slowly up to high. So I finally realized it's not a dream, I opened my eyes. I'll be damned if my light wasn't on. My overhead light connected to the fan. It was on full blast. In order to turn that light on, you have to push this button down on the control really hard and hold it. There was nobody in the room besides Doc and me. And so I was really tired. So I said, okay, who is... Who's wanting to talk to me? Um, And I didn't get an answer. I said, look, I'm too tired right now to be playing games with you. If you want to talk to me, you come back in the daytime when I'm awake. In the meantime, you go away and don't touch that light switch again. So I went to sleep immediately after that. And then, of course, I turned the light out. And then a couple nights, like last night it was, um, Russell had been in here talking and, and he went out and, and Doc and I were settling down and, and it was again, I was just getting to this point of sleep. I'll be damned if that light didn't come on again from low to high. And so I was more awake last night. I said, who are you? Who, why are you trying to get my attention? You have my full attention at this moment in time, but don't be farting around, taking all night to answer me. Who are you and what do you want? Nothing. Silence. Complete silence. And I have never had anything like that happen to me before. Somebody... Like that, trying to get hold of me.
0: What came to mind was Lee Brown.
2: You know, she's been hanging around here. No, you don't know. I'm telling you right now. I hate when people say, you know. No, I'm telling you right now. Okay, get off that. So, um, I, I bet that could be. Because she has been, uh, Annette and I have been in the pool, and and we have a chair that's outside the pool cage um, right there by the pool. And I said to Annette, I think Lee's sitting over there in that chair. And this was after we had thought maybe she's in a coma right now. Uh, That's when I got that coma feeling. But lately... I have been getting like she's right beside me trying to get my attentions, like tapping on me and trying to get through with her voice. So I think you could be right. I didn't didn't place her with the light. Uh, If it happens again, I'll have to try to ask in that manner, uh, addressing it like maybe she has crossed over. And see what happens.
0: You know like like what okay, every once all right, we'd be watching television or something, right? Mm-hmm. And she would tend to reach out and pinch you. Uh-uh. You know what I'm saying? It's uh-huh. like at the oddest times she just pinched me.
2: Uh-huh. And it's,
0: it's sort of I've been sort of getting that kind of things happening to me. You know, and I and I go, Lee. <laughs> you know. And she's my feeling is is that first off, now when I feel when I think about her, I feel good. Uh-huh. She's in a good space, you know yeah. and um that kind of bratty kind of kid energy that yes. she would, she would have is what it what it feels like. And it's not like desperate to be acknowledged or any of that sort of thing. She's just having fun.
2: (laughs) Why she got to wait until I'm falling asleep? (laughs)
0: She needed to turn the light on and off.
2: Oh, for goodness
0: sake. You wouldn't have noticed (laughs) in the daytime.
2: Yeah, that's true. Well, I'm glad I brought it up.
0: (laughs) For those people that don't know, um, Reverend Lee Brown, who was often on Say What? Uh, passed, we were not exactly sure when. Um, and I'll be very honest with you, uh, she was not taking the uh, the vaccine, and all of her friends, oh, you're gonna die, you're gonna die. So finally, she took the vaccine. Now, this was somebody who had been told this is such a strange story, but she had been told uh, years ago that she had terminal CPOD and that she'd be, she wouldn't be alive for two years. You know, it was all over two years. Well, she lived a lot longer than that, probably four years. But in the meantime, her mother died, her father died, and then her only sibling, her brother, died before she did. So she gets the shot, and she's under medical care. She's seeing the doctors all the time. She gets the shot, and within a matter of weeks... um. She got in trouble. She was feeling this intestinal problem, and I wasn't hearing from her while she when this started because there was a long time where I just didn't hear from her. And when I finally got a hold of, well, I let her call me because it wasn't something she, you know, I she would have to call me. I'd message her, you know, want to talk to you, or whatever. And that's when she told me she was, and she was relating all these symptoms, and I going. Jesus, she's under medical care. What the hell? This doesn't seem to be such a mystery. You know, some things you go, oh, yeah, you know, your brain has got something, but we're not exactly sure. But this is your intestines. It's normally something you can see with machines and all sorts of things. And what the hell are they dicking around for? And then the next call I got, she said, well, you know, that problem i was having it turns out that i've got cancer all through my body and it's all in fourth the stage four so she went from yes having medical problems to being you know stage four they they said that every one of her organs except her brain was being affected and um you know i i said to her i said you did take the shot because she never did tell me i just knew she had she said, "I don't want to go there. I don't want." I, I said, "I'm not going there. I just need to know, you know, was that part of the equation?" And you know, so, but she, she, so, you know, all of a sudden, I, I, she's not even messaging me back, and there was a period of time where I didn't know one way or the other. I'd lost her partner's telephone number, but good lord, it's in her, you know. But the partner was also very ill. And at one point, uh, Lee said to me, we don't know who's going to go first, basically. So it was a very, very weird story. But now I feel that she's in a good place. And and I miss her. I do miss her. But she's the one that introduced me to Shungite and introduced me to energy work. She was very influential in uh, teaching me the things that I needed to know. So I'm very grateful for her, her the time that, you know, being a friend of hers and spending all that time together.
1: But yeah, I think she's just pinching you. (laughs) (laughs) So She got vaccinated on purpose. Well, she
0: was being forced to do it because her partner and everybody else, all she heard was, you're going to die. You're going to die. You gotta do this. And she knew better. You know, but she did it anyway. So, there's the contract.
2: Oh. I can't and say See, that. <laughs> that's what happens. The people who are sick are coerced into taking the freaking shot, and then they die. They get cancer and die. This shot accentuates all the illness in your body. Plus, uh, that reminds me about those people Uh, over in, in a foreign country where they say they died because they were in this big mob. But the thing is, they all died at the same minute in time. My mind goes straight to 5G is transmitting, the To the nanobites of the people who got the vax to kill', them
0: you're talking about the South Korean um yeah, it was a Halloween party thing celebration there was hundreds yeah, the people in the street, right, and then it was over a hundred people that died in you know, like an alleyway at the
2: same instant in time,
0: yes, really, that's what they're saying. I didn't hear that. Yes. Is there a video of this? Yes. Oh, it, it was on the news. It was. It was covered all over the mainstream.
2: It's in the video. Uh, you can find it on the internet. Nick, I didn't keep the. I'm sorry, I didn't keep the video. Uh, I think it takes you to not Terminator. What do you call that? Tell not telephone.
1: So again, there. Telegraph. Was, I, So, again, the cabal advertising their stuff because there is a Korean movie about a, a, what do you call it, the um, zombie invasion. So, you have all these corpses working on the street. So, I guess that they're advertising that everybody in the city is going to be dead.
2: In the movie?
1: Well, you're, you're saying that over 100 people in a specific area died all at once, uh, and it, it immediately brings to mind, not that I've seen the movie, but I've seen the trailers for it, it's like, okay, what is this obsession with uh, with zombies in Korea all of a sudden? And, well, here it is. They, they had a planned die-off where a bunch of people get killed all at once.
3: A litmus test, I guess, for the 5G uh, killing machine.
0: Now, Dolly... Uh... So they're not saying that it was a stampede and that they were trampled to death because they did take a lot of people out. There were quite a few injured people. That Well, at least they were being carried out in stretchers and stuff. But you're saying that what you heard on this one video, at least, was that that there was not a stampede damaged under the bodies. They just all dropped dead?
2: Correct. And people were trying to give them CPR and and help them. Uh, some of them did get hurt because the crowd uh, uh, would away. walk but over them. Yeah, try. they'd fall and then the crowd would walk on them. Um, but these people just freaking dropped over dead and they couldn't bring any of them back. And then that's what triggered me, and I went straight to five G, the nanobites that the shot puts in their body, and that's that's how I came to my conclusion on it's got to be that fucking shot. Oh, it just well, irritates. Me.
0: Technically, technically, what you're what you're describing is what we warned about, you know, for the last. Well, in my case, for longer than years, years, you know, is that actually you saw it in uh, Wuhan itself where when the pandemic started up, you there was video didn't last very long. It was taken down almost immediately um, of people walking along and just suddenly dropping dead, keeling over. Um, and that, that was if you got the five G up too high, you can actually change the oxygen in the air. And I'm mm-hmm. just wondering because that would leave signs of suffocation. Yeah. That that without the shot. Now the shot is an added, you know, but you know, just the five G by itself in a concentrated area like that, yes, could deplete the oxygen.
3: You know this South no, Korea incident reminds me of um this uh, rap concert about a year ago where they had these people dropping dead and it was said that it might have been a um, some ritual and that I
0: thought the same thing when I heard about this because it was supposedly a Halloween party.
2: Right. There you go. <laughs>
0: yes. And 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 that we know that, yeah, uh, on that particular time, the dark side likes to do some really awful, awful things like death is incurring all over the place, and yeah. that this was a ritual killing, like you're saying, yeah, you know. And if it is, and and you got anybody out there that's got you know. <sighs> I guess the fortitude and the and the foreknowledge of what they could be getting themselves into, but if you could prove that that, that this was a was a planned thing, because you turned on the 5G, you, you suffocated them, boom, or you turned it on and they all something popped in their brains, boom. You know, yeah. if you could do that, you could prove the genocide, and. I, just, I mean, to me, as soon as I heard it, when I—that's uh, exactly where I went, Nick. Oh crap! But I didn't—I you know, thought it was a stampede. I didn't realize. Well, I didn't hadn't heard this thing about it. they all died at the same. Well,
1: I,
3: last week, uh, Jean Claude and, and Janine on their Rumble show, I think they spoke about it. And if I remember correctly, I think Jean Claude said that many of the uh, people who died died of heart attacks uh, in this uh, South Korea incident. I'm not sure if this was reported on MSM, I don't know where he got his information, but I remember hearing this massive simultaneous heart attack die off. And uh, I think that's the incident he was referring
0: to. Yeah, they can stop the heart, too. Um, Well, you know, some of these like JP, you got people on the ground that know the truth, but don't have a way of getting it to anybody except through the alternate networks. So there is, you know, a lot of people hear a lot of things from a lot of different sources, and it over my in my experience, most of the time it's true. You know, and the, the you know the, the stories like this one. You know, I certainly haven't seen it on Fox, and I th- I think that if it was being covered by the they showed the the thing, but it was a stampede. If they show something That's, else, they haven't
3: done it uh, yet. Infinite just posted the uh, the link to the video in chat, and it's a CNN video. And the title, uh, like that, at the bottom of the video, you get this uh text, and it says, "At least 153 people dead after Halloween crowd crush in South Korea." So they're talking about crowd crush. <laughs>
0: yeah, stampede. That they they just, you know. <laughs> It, it's just, I, I don't, you know, because we've seen this happen, it's plausible. But you would see the damage. And, you know, based on what Dolly's report was, that doesn't sound to me like what I've heard when there have been these stampedes where people were just
3: crushed. You know, it'd be All interesting to hear. at the same hear...
2: time, they dropped dead. No, that yeah. doesn't happen.
3: No. no. Yeah, it, it would be interesting to hear uh, Mark Steele's take on this incident. You know, if he looks into the uh, what happened, and
0: I bet he will. You
3: we know, because that's what he was. He have been talking about the killing machine, the killing grid thing, and uh, it seems to fit what he was talking about. Well, he's not the only one.
0: You know, M- Mark, well, Mark isn't he? Isn't he the expert, though? Uh,
3: you know he's, that the courts he's, recognized. He's, oh.
0: He is the expert, but the reality is is that there were many people that were talking about just this very thing because that's where the technology, we knew the technology was there to do it. It was his credentials. He, he looked at it and he said, oh, my God, I know what that stuff is. And then it was his credentials and the fact that the man is definitely on a mission. I mean, I thank God every day for, for Mark. But he was the one that they would have to listen to that he went before two courts, and both of the judges said he's an expert in this field, and you listen to him so he was the first certified person who all i mean even though we knew it, you know they don't listen to you unless you've got now i was I was being listened to because I was electronic warfare officer, but I was not alone. there was a lot of other people out there who just realized the same thing, so I got a lot more people listening to me because of my credentials but when Mark came along he blew me out of the water and a lot of other people because he had those credentials and the fact that he was, talk about you know having God on your side the first town or the first city in um, Britain to engage in 5G infrastructure was Gateshead and he lived just on the other side of Gateshead now how, how how much more manipulation can you have? Yeah,
3: that that's Starting, divine intervention.
0: He, he he was driving through a neighborhood that had all this 5G. Uh, it was uh, new telephone lights, uh, light street street lamps, and he's looking up at them and he goes, "What the heck is that?" And he sees a 5G antenna and he knows it. I mean, when I was in the military, we had to be able to know what frequencies were being used by a particular shape of the antenna and he, he knew what a 5g antenna looked like and he looked up he sees it he goes that's a weapon thing what is it doing here in my streets but the fact that he had all the bat and he said to me once I, I said something to him i asked him something like you know well what got you into the military weapon to yourself he said as a kid He would look at everything and think about how he could make it into a weapon. And he said to me, Isn't that bizarre? He said, Why would a kid look at life like that? He was trained. He was was trained for his mission. He was being trained from the get go. Yep.
3: You know? So, yeah, I want to
0: hear what he's saying, but I'm pretty sure it's going to be, you know, what I'm saying here is that, you know, this sounds like a 5G.
3: Now, did he did he ever talk about when we start when he first started talking about the 5G being a, a killing grid and a weapon? Uh, did he ever talk about the vaccine being part of this or the vaccine information came later on?
0: Oh, no, that came much later on. OK. And I just want to throw in here that it was Mona Radler that somehow or another got a hold of Mark Steele and did a, a brilliant uh, interview with him and then i got mark so it was mona radler that found him <clears throat> and then you know i mean because he was on my show and mona's show and a few other shows he you know did get out there uh he was the actually on uh, alex jones show so um your question was mark um, what was the question
3: if the uh, vaccine was part of a uh, oh, no. no
0: we the we the picture would when talk. he spoke no.
3: about it at first right
0: right we had conversations where we would say, but how are they going to hide this? Because we knew that there would be health implications right off the bat. There was no way around it. They already in Gateshead, they had children who had um, cancer of the heart, five-year-old. They had kids bleeding from the nose. They had a lot of immediate, uh, real bad health uh, effects from from the 5G and the the antenna outside their window. And that's why that he started talking about a kill grid and all this stuff. And then he got uh, he went to the to the uh, Gateshead Commission. He said to him, do you have any idea what this is? And instead of saying, oh, my God, no. What? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. You know, they uh, tried to shut him up and they sued him. They wanted to bring him up on. I don't know what kind of charges at that time. And so he goes before the judge and the judge says, no, this guy is legitimate. And so the judge told them to immediately discontinue this 5G thing and to investigate it. And they blew off the judge and then brought charges against Mark of terrorism. And he went before another court. And the same thing happened. But I don't know to this day if they ever discontinued it or, or what What the, I mean, there's so many stories I don't find the end to. But uh, no, and I'm just, they, you know, that's when I really started thinking, yeah, God does have our back because they gave us Mark Steele. And they put him in the only place in the world that he would be able to see it as early as he did. But that was the thing that, He could say, "Okay, these kids are having this effect because this is what this stuff is. And boom, you know, you can be able to explain it and show it. And, you know, that's the end of 5G if they would have followed the judge and they had followed what Mark was telling them. So as it kept getting built out, we the question we had was, how are they going to hide this? When they get it out, okay, now they've got it in said, but what if, what if they put it over and here and here and here? It's gonna all You're going to have the same effect all over the place. People are going to start dying. How are they going to hide it? And then the next thing I know, we've got the pandemic, and we all went, oh, my God. I mean, I know Mark did the same thing I did within a fraction of a second of hearing about the Wuhan situation occurring. The first time I, I said, this is how they're going to do it. And to my knowledge, that's exactly what he did because we knew what the symptoms were. We knew about oxygen depletion. We knew about the uh, the overheating of a body. I mean, you can just overheat the body, but you can also send out signals that will uh, interfere with the. Uh, you know, when when somebody dies, they put that electric charge on them to get a uh, to get a beat out of that heart. We can do the same thing if you. Manipulate the energy around the heart so that it goes. You get a a, a frequency cancellation, and the heart goes into, uh, but you know it's not beating anymore. So it was. It was no. But you know, sometimes Nick. To be honest with you, I sometimes wonder if the whole purpose of the five G wasn't to get to the vaccinations. Okay. Yeah, go ahead. Because of the five G. See, this was the other thing that was interesting, was that if you follow the pandemic and the spread, it follows the build out of the five G. Wuhan was one of three cities that had the five G structures up. And just preceding that, they had turned on the five G and it blew out the lines and there was huge explosions. So they lost a few months because they had to, you know, fix that thing. But that was one of three cities that had the 5G, and that's where it erupted. Then the next place that you get any kind of an outbreak of it, seeming outbreak of this flu, uh, is in northern Italy. Now, you would think if, if you had COVID in northern Italy that you would have had it in south Italy, but they didn't. I was getting cat food from a company in South Italy, and they sent a a message that was printed out to give to every one of their customers from my pet store owner, and she said, oh, the company wants you to, you know, I'm being asked to give this to you, and what it stated was that people are afraid that we're going to go shut down because of COVID. We don't have any COVID in South Italy. So this is verification from South Italy itself, a business. Well, then I go, whoa, this is interesting. And so then I checked the 5G build out. They had the 5G build out in the north part of the country, but not the south. And then where you, where, where's the next big, huge bing, you know, New York City. They've had New York 5G for probably 10 years now. So, yeah, you got them in the centers of where the 5G is. So they kind of used the 5G to show all this death and dying that scared everybody into getting the shots. And I've often wondered if it wasn't, you know, who knows what their game plan was. Well, because the well, shots uh, seemed to be the end game.
3: Yeah, well, what just occurred to, uh, to me that as I was listening to you is that before the shots when they would turn on the uh, 5G it would affect like anybody who would be in that uh in the beam or whatever they they would broadcast um now with the with the vax uh you know we've heard reports of people showing up as bluetooth uh devices the people who've been vaxed so that means that they can be tracked and they can maybe you know blast them with 5g uh, at a precise location you know they can track people and uh they could be more precise in their 5g interventions
0: absolutely
3: that's what just occurred to me it's
0: it's another and- level of control
3: yeah, I, I saw a video of a guy uh, walking in the cemetery and he had an app on his phone that showed uh, all these Bluetooth uh, connections. And uh, a lot of dead people recently uh, put it in, in cemeteries. They'd showed up uh, as a Bluetooth address on on his app. Oh, I my mean, they, God. they would pop up. The uh, Bluetooth address would pop up on his phone as he was walking through the cemetery. Oh so all God. these people they're hooked up to the grid, and uh, yeah, I guess if you're a dissident, well, you might get zapped with that five G garbage. Do you? Was it a video? Yes, yes, it, it was. uh oh, maybe six months ago I saw this video, but I, I was like, wow, okay, this is kind well, of maybe
1: make them come alive or something, and they can get all these corpses to escape the the tombs. So you get a, a zombie apocalypse. By animating all of these, all of these well, Bluetooth points.
0: That's a good story. Remember, we're on, uh, you know, reality sci-fi here. Okay, so they kill off all these people, right? But while the people's bodies are dying and decrepit and stuff, inside the nanotech is building a robot type of thing, an AI, and all at once they're all gonna like burst through the top of the grave and come out and get us. Happy Halloween. <laughs> Get the popcorn oh god god <clears throat> i don't know about this reality sci-fi maybe we shouldn't have called it that kind of genre because through the ages here <laughs> we've had some wild stories a lot of them came true most of them came true i hope this one doesn't come true because that's creepy as hell <laughs> I remember going to the drive-in with some boyfriend I had to see this zombie movie. And I made him leave. <laughs> I said, I'm not going to watch this shit. I didn't, you know, let's go to the drive-in, you know. Okay. <laughs> and then it was like zombie movie. No, no, get me out of here. I'm not going to stay for this.
2: <laughs> There's an advertisement on TV lately. I don't know what made me stop and watch it, but I did. And it's, uh, if you have trouble sleeping at night, uh, like menopausal effects, or you just have trouble sleeping at night, you can get this thing that you get implanted in your body, and then you have a, a control thing that you put on the implant that's in your body, and uh, then you can sleep easier at night. And in the commercial, it says, it gives me more control over my body. And I'm thinking, you are messed up there, woman. It gives them control over your body and takes it away from you. Who would ever want to implant something in their body just so they could go to sleep
3: at night? Yeah, the, it's it's the eternal uh, cover story that they yeah find that twist yeah. things. It's, oh man,
2: what they aren't doing to um people today? They don't like us. They want us to go away. And, and 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 they're afraid of us. Uh, yeah, they are. They know that uh, they have no control over us. Um, uh, This is what I wanted to say about the voting. I believe nothing like we want to happen is going to happen before the election date. I believe that the elections are, the White Hats want the elections to go on because they're going to be messed with like the last time. The Democrats are going to be, they've already mucked with them. And I, uh, I believe the White Hats want the people to have another chance to see it. Here it is. It's in your face, people. They've mucked with the with the votes again. And then I think, I think then after that, we might have a chance at having something happen. Even if it's just they start exposing the tribunals. I think something will happen after the elections. That's what I wanted to share.
1: I went to City Hall to vote. And I realized, I I, I just marked the box that says QP, quick pick, and let the computer choose. Well, they well, the have that like a, option? Well, the, the thing looks like a big, fat power bolt, so I guess it must use the same principles. Oh, you're joking.
2: Man, you got me pushed one of my buttons. Oh, my gosh. It sounded it sounded reasonable to me, too. Bob. <laughs> yeah. uh,
1: quick pick. Let the computer choose. Oh, my The, the computer probably knows better than me. I noticed that the, the two candidates are females this year. Yes, I hope but, you voted for the Republican. Th- that's what I went. I did. I went looking for wherever it said Republican. <laughs> Not all of them say the the affiliation, but that's what I did. So I just I just marked that stuff. Yes, your your governor is going
0: up against a uh, woman who is not a maga type of woman uh she's she's just she's, she just looks at the things and said you know you people are a little bit crazy here you know and there are things that can be done and your governor they've done a couple of debates and and it's just like oof. Mitch what's her name uh Gretchen Mitchin Mitchum Something like that. Oh, she's she's a case. She's the one that they want. They that they had the phony. Um, they were gonna kidnap her.
2: Oh, that's the Michigan one, Gretchen What's, Whitmer.
0: Whitmer. Who, okay, so who's these in Minnesota? Who's who's? who's I don't
2: know Minnesota? Minnesota. I don't know.
0: Huh? Gee, I'm glad you pointed that out to me. I had them in Minnesota. No, Michigan. <laughs> good good glad to know that <laughs> uh, but it's true that the so uh, the, either they won't debate or when they do debate the democrats just don't have anything to say because what are you going to say yeah we were responsible for an open border and for inflation and for uh no gas and no diesel's going to run out in 22 days by the way um that should be a crisis so there's um there's just so many things that the the Republicans can ask them and they have no response to. So they go to calling them names.
3: <laughs> it's
0: just it's so insane. I'm so embarrassed for America. The
3: level the level is so low now. It's like so far oh. away from real debates. <laughs> it's it's just awful. Uh you can't yeah
1: maybe what? they should do it like that show that comedy show what what's my line that would be more uh, appropriate you know the the comedy show with the with the comics you know what's my line somebody comes up with a theme and they make and they make a uh, the the sketch it gets made as it goes along nobody knows what the actual script is that's that sounds like a, that <laughs> debate you're they're, they're describing because they have nothing to, to, uh, uh, what do you call it? Nothing to call forth uh, a good result. You know, all that you have is all these bad things happening that are being done by the uh, party.
0: <laughs> well, their their way of getting around that, Walt, is that they they're telling everybody that it doesn't exist. Okay, Holcomb up and the governor of uh, New York is going against. Um, uh, Zeldin. And Zeldin is been attacked by a guy that had some kind of a weapon and he was going for his neck while he was doing a campaign presentation. And just, oh, maybe 10 days ago, maybe two weeks, there was two people shot in his yard right near the door with his twin daughters inside the house. Now, it was random. It was some drive-by shootout or something. It was random. So he's talking about <laughs> you ought to pay attention to crime because that's what people are concerned with. And Holcomb says, I don't understand why you're so concerned with the crime. That's what she said to him. And this guy himself has almost been killed and his girls almost got shot. And she
2: it's- was serious when she said it. Oh, she was gaslighting.
3: Nasty. I, I can't I mean... It's, what is your concern about idiots.
2: crime? Oh. Uh, uh, oh. Isn't that the New York one? Yes. Well, that's the one that I think is a robot.
0: She is very strange.
2: Yeah. Very. Yeah. And I huh. mean, she denies
0: that there's it's all perception well the new the new york mayor city of new york mayor said the same thing it's the perception there's a lot of crime
2: yeah uh-huh
0: okay? doesn't matter that's what people want to are going to go to the polls and vote for so they 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 dismiss the anything that and i i watched a few of the clips of these debates and things and if they're asked something they don't want to answer they just change the subject yeah
3: yeah A question that I have is Is um, political gaslighting, uh, will it be like a criminal offense at uh, Nuremberg 2.0?
2: I don't know what is gaslighting. Making you think you're crazy. Oh, that's... You know, like saying that there's no crime. What's
3: the problem with the crime when the guy almost got killed? Yeah. Oh, some, okay. some mental Jedi trick, but not, not Jedi, uh, more like a dark side kind of a mind trick.
0: And then you got things like this. Okay, so um, Cheney, Liz Cheney, she goes up for election, you know, get reelected to her congressional seat. And she loses in the Republican primary. The Republicans voted her out. Okay, so she sends off, she does this this, <laughs> this political ad for uh, the Arizona governor's race for the incumbent Democrat. Well, she's not incumbent, I think it's a open, I, I don't, oh, don't know, Carrie Lake against Carrie Lake. Okay, yeah. and yeah. she says, Jane Cheney says, I've never voted for a Democrat, but if I was in Arizona, I would vote for. Whoever she's running up against, and Carrie Lake then had to write a—I I don't know if it was a tweet or a telegram or whatever it is—but it was a,
2: a mem, a letter, a letter. To it was a, a letter
0: form, yeah. and it was addressed to, to Cheney and said, "Thank you so much for your in kind contribution." And since Cheney went out with that ad, they had gained uh, half a million dollars in donations, like overnight. <laughs> and, and Carrie Lake is is just thank you so very much for that. And I heard her being interviewed uh, last night, and she was saying, she she was laughing. She said, "Yeah, this 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 Cheney is is now our number one most money from one source is <laughs> Cheney because she made this anti Lake uh thing, you know." But America. I mean, this is how, this is how, this is how they. They're bumbling. I mean, they don't even look like they're professional politicians anymore. They won't debate. They don't want Biden anywhere near them.
2: Oh, but they Uh, will let John Fetterman debate uh, Dr. Oz. And Fetterman's the one who had that stroke and he can't talk and think very well on his own. So they give him the little... Uh, nook type thing to carry around so they can tell him what question that he was asked and tell him what to answer.
1: Are the, <laughs> uh, are the politicians vaccinated?
2: No, are you kidding? They know what's well, going if on. If they
1: did on camera, was it
3: saline, you know? I yeah, I remember sailing. in Quebec, the uh, the health minister and the, the prime minister they went on TV you know, big uh, operation to show that they were getting the shot. And I bet you, you know, that it was saline. It was not the real stuff that they got shot up with. Yeah. Well, yeah.
0: interestingly enough, the um, federal government, the Congress and the senators are exempt from the vaccination mandate, as is everybody. Postal well, so
3: workers state. as well?
0: No, I don't know about that. I'm I'm talking about the Senate and the Congress, the federal government. Not necessarily a federal employee. I'm talking about the federal government, the the government okay. people.
1: So those That's, are not targeted to be robots.
0: Well, they probably are already. But the oh. other the other group that has an exemption is the people that work for the CDC. It's a legal exemption.
1: Uh, so, I, heard I, that, I heard that. The postal is service, you. as
0: well. <laughs> it could be. I don't know. I just don't know, Nick.
3: But someone I mean, was I commenting
0: wonder, that, that. How it, to find? I'm
3: going like, but how do I find that out? I'll have to Google it. <laughs> um, or duck. duck yeah, it. someone was commenting on that, and then the uh, uh, might have been Mike Adams, but that was like a year ago. Maybe I, I've seen this video. And uh, I remember they were commenting that, uh, you know, the person in the video was uh, commenting that it might be because they, they need the postal service. So, you know, by knowing that the, it's massive die off if they uh, uh, inject people and they need the postal service to keep their system up and running, they're not going to jab the uh, the postal workers. You know, they they've jabbed the army but not the postal workers. So they, I thought it was kind of weird uh,
1: when I heard. So they it. wanted to ground all those flights? They wanted all the airlines to lose their pilots? I don't Who know. Who knows? They're
3: so twisted in their thinking. <laughs> the...
0: <laughs> yeah, let's never get... figure out how they think, because otherwise we might be thinking like them. Okay.
2: Dolly. Uh, um. Oh geez, that took the breath right out of me. Um, I want to share one thing before we go. I received from Walt a resonator, a rose resonator, and it came. Uh, yeah, yesterday wasn't it? Well
1: yeah, uh, yeah, Monday.
2: <laughs> yeah. Okay. And um, he well, I get this. Text from Walt saying he, he doused whether he should send me one or not, and it was a, a big yes, all caps. So he asked me if I, for my address. So um, I got it yesterday. Thank you, Walt. And Russell opened it for me and brought it in, and Doc was sitting right beside me as normal. He couldn't even wait until Russell put the resonator down in my hands to get at it, Doc that is. the Whatever was coming off of the resonator really attracted Doc, and Walt reminded me, turn it on, so I turned it on and was programming it. And Doc wouldn't leave it alone. He's licking it. He's turning it over. He's rolling it. hes He wanted to bite it. <laughs> and I wouldn't let him bite it. I let him lick it, but I wouldn't let him bite it. He was just all, all excited and into that resonator. <laughs> I had to put it way out of his reach. I put it up on my dresser where I look straight at it. I, I like the name you got. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so I was asking the resonator, well, I name everything, so what kind of name would you like? And he said, Rezzy, with a Y. I said, oh, okay. So I was spelling R-E-S-Y. And he got a little attitude on me, the resonator did. And he says... I want it, R-E-Z, like zebra, Why? So oh, okay, that's what you want. That's, that's what we'll do. And I put him on the dresser and finally got Doc out with Russell, I think. Yeah, out with Russell. And I sat back in the bed, just laid back with it sitting up a little. And all of a sudden... I got this calm. I got goosebumps right now talking about it. This calm peace. Uh, I mean, I've had it, calm peace, but this is different than the than the new calm peace that I have had. <laughs> it, I'm telling you, folks, it's well worth getting. <laughs> It, he worked with me all day. Um, I had a rough day, but he worked with me all day along with Mr. Spiral. I had to introduce uh, Rezzy and Mr. Spiral to each other. And at first, Mr. Spiral felt a little bit of angst, thinking I was going to replace him. But no, what? they work together now. And uh, I have one in front of me on the dresser, the other one on the night table to my left. Excuse me. And they work together and shoot shoot it. Their lines join each other and enter me. And it's just been wonderful, y'all. Uh, y- you might want to look into uh, Walt's site and get yourself a resonator if you can. Uh,
1: It
2: it really is a wondrous thing. And another thing, while I'm sitting back there just lolling my, oh, this is so nice, I thought. And the guides came to tell me, to tell Walt, what to do to build the sucker. (laughs) So I'm thinking, oh, I had a part in your existence. Isn't that wonderful? <laughs> 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 so it's extra special to me, Walt, because we worked on it together with the guides and and I just I can't thank you enough. Is this oh, a new oh.
0: resonator or is it the sun resonator? It's the hoponopono resonator. Oh okay. Hoponopono.
3: <clears throat>
0: Make it Rip- right.
3: Resonator that has a uh, sentience and attitude. <laughs>
2: yeah, <laughs> it really seems to be happy to be here. Um, we get to giggling about nothing. Resi and I do. Uh, I just look up and catch him in my eyesight, and it makes me giggle.
3: <laughs> uh, Dolly, what did uh, Mister Turtle say about uh, about Resi? He
2: didn't say anything about Rezzy. He's all busy. Mr. Turtle is, he has told me he is working still on shungite grids. There isn't just one shungite grid around the earth. There are many, 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 many shungite grids around different things. Like uh, he said, there was a plant that was in danger of dying and a person had asked for any kind of help they could get to keep the plant alive because it meant something to the person and uh, so uh, Mr. Turtle worked with a couple other uh, uh, Shungite things building a, uh, a grid around the plant in, down into the earth so they built like a uh, oblong circle type thing around the plant and it's doing really good and it's grown to like three feet now um, so he's busy doing things like that he's just in his element having
3: a ball because I told uh, him Dolly, just... Mr. Turtle is a resonator that you put in your pool
2: I don't know he's Mr. Turtle to me what, what is yeah, yeah, so the
0: turtle, the, Mr. Turtle was a resonator that was originally designed to go into a pool to increase the energies uh, of the pool. Oxygen in particular, that's what we started out with, but then it was changed. But we're down past the one, uh, one minute mark, so you guys want to, uh, Walt, you want to, Dolly, did you want to finish up quickly if you got something?
2: Go to Walt's site. You say the site name, Walt. And thanks, everybody, for being here and participating. Please. Thanks, y'all. I love y'all.
1: Please visit my website. It's called New Paradigm Tools with a S dot net. And there you can you can see the selection of energy devices. In Dolly's case, her resonator is a Hoponopono resonator. Uh, but you have others like the... Uh, ac power resonator or the one with a the, the, the one that i call the sun resonator the surya resonator thank you
3: nick hey good night folks thanks to our chatters and our audience and i'll catch you later on the next show
0: and we thank you all for being here be safe and we'll see you next time
1: Teaching. Teaching. Teaching.
0: You have been listening to the Cosmic Reality Radio Show, produced by Cosmic Reality Radio. Thank you for
3: listening.
1: Thank you for listening to Cosmic Reality Radio. We appreciate your support. Please visit our sponsor at mysticalwares.com for our huge selection of metaphysical products, gifts. Candles, incense, and one of the largest Shungite collections available. Cosmic Reality
0: Radio is sponsored by Mystical Ware's online store, where coupon code SAVE10 will get you 10% off your entire order at mysticalwares.com.